Hey y'all, it is Annalise and welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Before we get into today's, into today's episode, oh good gravy, I would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor and the sponsor for today's episode is, of course, taking some time for yourself. Do you ever feel overwhelmed or maybe the world's on fire and you just can't really handle anything anymore? Try taking some time for yourself. Ways that you can do that? Start a new hobby, watch your favorite TV show, read a book, do some yoga or meditate, or just take away or take time away from doing things like your podcast for like, I don't know, two months. Try it. Taking time for yourself. It's great for your mind. It's great for your body. It's great for your soul. Y'all, if you, that is a huge, what the heck? I just found a really um, oddly shaped bruise on my knee. Sorry about that. Anyway, (laughs) um, hi, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, It's been, (laughs) it's been a minute since I'm going to say that I've been on this podcast because your girl has actually been on two podcasts since uh, I took my unintended hiatus and um, my last episode was posted on May the 4th or was it technically posted on May 5th? Let's see if you'll tell me on here. May 5th is when I technically posted it. And um, yeah, obviously many things have happened in the world. And I think I kind of mentioned this when it came to um, when it came to like the first episode in quarantine about how I didn't want to like talk about like the coronavirus or quarantine because I want to have some sort of escape from it. But obviously, uh, since that episode has aired, since my last episode has aired, um, I kind of just, like, couldn't bring myself to, like, record another episode. And then, kind of when I was feeling up to it, the next thing that happened that I felt I needed to kind of, like, take some time away, not necessarily for me, but to give uh, space for other voices, is the, the murder of George Floyd that happened on Memorial Day. Um, and then uh, all of the Black Lives Matter protests that then followed, and then kind of this, um, I will say, I mean, it's the Black Lives Matter movement, but it, it's like akin to the civil rights movement of the 60s, but now we're in 2020 having another civil rights movement, which I mean, like, that's kind of bullshit that it's 2020 and like so much still Like, there's so many problems still. However, I think it's excellent that this is happening now. And if I will say anything for it on the moment, um, of course, if you follow me on social media, if you you listen, I'll say right now, if you listen to this podcast and you for some reason do not know me anywhere else on the internet, I am very uh, surprised. I don't know how you got here. Thanks for being here, not complaining, but... It's very weird to me. So if for some reason you are a listener of this podcast and you do not follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, or any of my other social medias like my photography page and and what have you, um, I'll just like make it clear, say it now. Of course, Black Lives Matter. I'm 100% in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, I actually have kind of had a discussion with a friend that, um, that I kind of think things would not be going how they were right now if it weren't for the pandemic. So although the pandemic is horrible and 
Um, actually, my uh, I, I posted something on Instagram today about this because this this today, not today. It, it, she got diagnosed a couple days ago, but like now it's at the point where it is officially like gotten real for me personally. Like it was always real. The pandemic was always real for me. But my sister has just recently been diagnosed with uh, COVID nineteen or not diagnosed, tested positive for COVID nineteen. So if you're if you're one to pray, if you got some extra prayers to spend for her. Um, I would appreciate the the well wishes and what have you. But anyway, um, I, I think this is all horrible and a lot of lives have been lost to this. However, as we saw in, I correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I'm going to say 2013, it, like many, many years ago with Eric Garner, um, where I think, uh, no, it wasn't 2013, but like when the Black Lives Matter movement like started, there were protests and don't get me wrong, a lot of people were there, but a lot of people also did not have the luxury of being able to just not go to work and be able to protest because uh, like places of work, like when I worked for Disney, for for instance, you can have, um, f- the system's kind of weird, but I was at a point where I had had to call out uh, three times when I was working for Disney and in a matter of a certain amount of time, if I would have called out a fourth time, I would have been fired. And I come to work. I stay extra. I come in days when they ask me to. You know what I mean? And so um, there were probably a lot of people in that position where it was like, hey, you know, folks who were working um, in retail or just, you know, or folks who work in uh, just any sort of job, really. There's a lot of places that don't give you any sort of vacation leave or you are highly punished if you call out for a personal reason which is absolute bullshit but I think that's why the protests weren't as big as they are now they're astronomical there's protests still happening all across the globe which is wonderful and um as somebody who cannot go out and protest because I live with um a immunocompromised person I live with people who are highly um what's the word highly susceptible there's another word and i cannot high risk there we go i i live and i'm surrounded by high risk people um going to protests is something that is not um feasible for me however there are a lot of ways to protest there are a lot of ways to fight for the cause you can call you know um call the folks in kentucky to um you know plead for justice for Breonna Taylor and that John Mattingly, Miles Cosgrove, and Brett Hankinson should be arrested and convicted of the murder of Breonna Taylor. You can um, do a lot of volunteering like I've done uh, for helping people get registered to vote in the swing states or um, or doing, you know, there's, there's a lot of things, signing petitions, donating. There's a lot of things you can do without going to protests. Um, but I think had this happened during a time when a lot of people were not out of work. Um, and mind you, it's still scary to go to the protest, even if you are not an immunocompromised person or live with at-risk folks, you can still get it. Like, you know, there's there's many people that I've seen online that have gotten it, you know what I mean? Um, but none, uh, nonetheless, um, my I just think it's, it's a lot of shit's happening at once, but it's well due, it's well overdue, and it is, um, I'm glad that it's happening now, especially in an election year. And I just pray that something actually happens. So uh, with that all being said, if you live in the United States, make sure you go to vote.org to make sure you are registered to vote in your area and that you vote this um, November 
because remember uh somebody i saw somebody liken the um this upcoming election to it is not a oh, frick what is it it's not a um a, i'm gonna big part i can't say words uh, excuse me for one moment because i'm gonna pull this up time to remember here we go uh, the best voting advice. This is from a, a account um, at Trayvon, T-R-A-V-O-N. Um, voting isn't marriage. It's public transport. You are not waiting for the one who is absolutely perfect. You are getting the bus. And if there isn't one going exactly to your destination, you don't stay at home and sulk. You take the one going closest to where you want to be. So um, with that being said, we don't know officially yet because of semantics. Um, who the Democratic nominee will be. However, we can all assume it's going to be Joe Biden. And that's why I'll be voting for Joe Biden this fall. So if anybody's curious who I'll be voting for and who my mom will be voting for, it'll be Joe Biden because he is far from perfect. And just because he was the um, the vice president to our beloved Barack Obama doesn't mean he's a great person, doesn't mean, you know, what have you. But he's uh, not Trump, one. And two, he's somebody who is in support of um, the Black Lives Matter movement and of LGBTQ plus folks. And yeah, there aren't issues that, like defunding the police that he is openly, like he has not said that he's against, uh, for defunding the police. He's specifically said that he's not going to defund the police. However, like that's one of our imperfections. Okay, he's not doing that. However, he is somebody who is proven to learn and to listen and he is the most likely to get us to closer, at least to our destination. So um remember there's a lot of flaws there's a lot of flaws everywhere but one we kind of got a little bit played the system that exists in order to change it because if we can start getting the people who are in our court and i I I mean metaphorical basketball court not a literal court the people who are on in our court on our team into these places of these power and then transition to people who are more on our team and more on our team people like aoc you know what i mean and then you get that, you get, you get those people. I know I'm not making a lot of sense right now because I'm kind of just like, I realize mid-sentence that I don't know if I'm making sense. But pretty much if you have the people who are on our team or at least in the direction of our team and we can start moving our team into those positions of power, they can then have the power to change the systems that exist. So moral of the story, voting is not a marriage. It's public transportation. And if the bus that comes is the only bus that's there and the only bus that's gonna come and you can either take a bus that's gonna send you backwards or bring you closer to your goal and to your destination. I have a feeling you'd rather take the one bringing you towards your destination. So keep that in mind. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I kind of, I was getting out of the swing of the, the podcast and then of course the Black Lives Matter movement kind of got into a higher peak and then, um, when it came to like the pandemic, a lot of things were happening with that of just, you know, things are not getting better. The world started opening up. Let me take that back. America's stupid and they're like, oh yeah, things are getting slightly better. So let's open it up and just reverse everything we've done. People aren't wearing masks. Masks aren't a political statement in the same way that seatbelts aren't a political statement. Think about it that way. You don't just not wear a seatbelt. Like I don't, anyway, there, <laughs> there was this video that I saw on Twitter of these two little girls on this like British talk show that like I retweeted it so if you go to my Twitter around this time you can find it but it's just like pretty much likening the whole mask movement to um 
seatbelts and just absolutely annihilated. <laughs> it's like this girl was probably 10 and just straight up was like, yeah, like, you know, she, he was like, yeah, yeah, when I was your age, if I got told I wanted to, or I told to do something, I wanted to do anything but that. And she goes, well, maybe it's just because you weren't as educated. And then he goes, I've been told that by a lot of people. <laughs> it was, it was absolutely delightful. But anyway, so it's just been hard for me to get back to the podcast. Also, I've been doing um, a lot of like work. So one of my old professors, um, no, mind you, when it comes to, I, I'm pretty sure I've made this very clear too. But the podcast is also some place where I get to talk like a little bit, obviously unedited, but a lot more in detail or freely about certain things. Um, but also apologies for all the ums, the likes, the 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 whatevers, because I haven't done this in a minute. I've just been doing things that I can edit myself, and I intentionally don't edit the podcast. But I um, dagnant. Oh yeah, when it comes to social distancing, all that stuff. So I've been on the very extreme end of staying away from people. Um, besides, I'm going to exclude the current situation where I've been um, doing work for my old teacher. So besides that, I have not seen any friends in person except uh, two times. One, I went to a social distance picnic with my best friend about hmm, three weeks ago. And then um, another time was on her birthday. She had a picnic for her birthday, and I went there. And um, otherwise, I've not seen people. I do grocery. My mom and I do grocery pickup. Uh, we have not gone to restaurants like when I can. I do pickup orders for like, like for instance, I had to pick up something from Target, so I did a pickup order from that. There's a few times I've had to gone and go into stores, but otherwise, that's not something that like. Um, my mom and I are just pretty much very strict when it comes to all this. And I don't plan on seeing anybody or socializing with anybody because not only is it not worth it, but also I know that my friends who even claim that they're being really strict with it are still not. And, and right now, if me being on the extremist end is like maybe leveling out somebody who's not caring at all, um, then I'll do it. It's fine. Uh, so I'm lucky that I'm not an extra, I'm an extrovert, but not one of those types of folks who's like an extreme extrovert who their energy thrives off of being around other people. I have a friend uh, from school who's very much, um, not, I I don't want to say dependent on other people in a bad way, but she is a social butterfly. And when she is like... (laughs) pretty much like she was talking about even just the first like couple weeks of quarantine that like she was doing bad um and that it's just it's just a bummer but um but yeah I'm thankful to not be in a position where I really thrive on other people's energy of course I like being around other people but I also um spend a lot of time by myself even when it's not a fucking pandemic going on so but anyway I have been um blessed enough to say that I have been working for one of my old professors. Uh, every summer, she always has all this like yard work to do. She owns a couple properties and what have you. And so she reaches out to the same people every year of like, it's like her, her it's like her kids kind of, as I always like to think of it as like as her trusted students that we work at the theater too and, and what have you. And so she'll reach out to us and and go, hey, do you guys, uh, you know, the, the yard work, it's it's that time of year again. Do you want to do some yard work? And she emailed me and I responded and I was like, I'm super interested. However, like I'm very scared about social distancing and all, all those things or whatever. So I um, 
like I'm going to reach out to everybody who you invited and ask them like how they're how they've been handling this and stuff and she was like oh I didn't even think you were in town <laughs> and I'm like the world turned off but I mean I don't know why I just said I'd come back to town so anyway uh, I messaged all the people who I knew and I knew they were smart people and whatnot and so I messaged all them and pretty much everybody was in the same situation as me I'm not socializing the only people I'm seeing are the people I'm living with. And the people I'm living with are immunocompromised. Like, one of my friends, her mom, like, she always says her mom doesn't have lungs. I think she literally has lungs. I don't honestly know specifically what it is. But um, she's got, like, aggressive lung issues. We've got older parents. So with all that being said, I felt comfortable with going and doing this yard work. You know, we're not on top of each other and whatnot. And now that's been going on for about... Um, not I'm not working every day for the past two months that would be that'd be wild but we're doing a lot of work and then our friend who was in that group he recently got a house and our teacher was like well I gifted him a a, you know day of paid labor (laughs) and so we'd all been working to each other with each other mind you had probably been like 20 days that we had all seen each other and been around each other and uh we were like well we'll give our friend, like, like I will continue to do this housework for you, even though I'm not being paid, as long as you can buy me lunch, because I'm going out, I'm being productive, and uh, I'm helping a friend, and also, like, I'm getting to see people, so we kind of have created a pod within ourselves, but, like, you know, for instance, I pick up one of my friends, because she doesn't drive, and, you know, we wear, even though we see each other almost every day at this point, we wear a mask when we're in the car, when we're in, like, close spaces together we're wearing a mask but for the most part I'm on one side of the house painting she's on the other side of the house painting the other person that's in there is either outside or on the other side so like we're distanced apart um but when we're all up in each other's business we're wearing masks but even still like we're kind of in each other's circles now which it's just been really nice because I'm friends with these people already and we're kind of like even getting to know each other even better than we had before so that's been really nice and also being able to see people because as much as I joke about like I don't see people like like for like okay for instance in when I lived in Anaheim which I mind you I was there for only like just about two months which feels like it was fucking forever because god what a hellscape that was um but I would you know go to work and then I would just come home and that was it like I I I never was like socializing a lot there was a few times like I was able like I I did socialize it's not like I didn't but that's not something that's like I don't know it's it's I'm definitely I would definitely consider myself an introvert an extrovert um but I don't know if you could say I'm an introverted extrovert no because that that I'm not really shy I definitely used to be shy when I was a kid but I, I can be quiet. Shy is the wrong word. I have social anxiety sometimes. Depends on the situation. Uh, but I'm extroverted, but I'm a homebody. So I like going out and doing things, but I also, I don't even know if it's homebody. I'm very independent. Maybe that's what it is. I like doing things by myself. And I like doing things with other people too. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if this makes sense to literally anybody. But what is that? It's my chair. I hate my chair. Um, 
But I, I like doing things by myself. I like going to the beach by myself or going to Disneyland by myself. But at the same time, I like spending time with people. But sometimes, like, my first reaction is to do something by myself. Okay, is this going to... My computer just locked. I just... I got it back from getting repaired recently. And the, the timer thing for my computer locking, I think, got reset. Anywho's all... Uh, but yeah, I, like... I like doing things by myself. It's almost like I think of doing something by myself first before I think about going with somewhere, going somewhere with someone. Because I don't have to worry about like coordinating things or 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 yeah, mainly just coordinating things and planning things and then worrying about like the other person what they want to do. It's just like, "Oh, I if I go to Disneyland by myself and I want to make a left turn right now, oh, I changed my mind. I was going to go ride Big Thunder Mountain and now I'm actually going to go sit in front of the castle. Boom, I can do that. I can make that decision. I have nobody to reference. I've said it from the first time I've ever done this and I will say it for the rest of my life. Going to a park by yourself. Now, I don't know about any other theme park besides Disney parks, but going to a Disney park by yourself is one of the best experiences you can have and I think it is like you need to do it at least once in your life. Obviously, not right now. Yes, Disney World is open. Don't fucking go to a theme park in the pandemic. I posted this on social media, on my Disney account, on my personal account, on Twitter, everywhere. If you're going to Disney World right now, you are not my friend. Like, point blank period. And the reason why I say that, I'm going to I'm gonna go on this tangent for like five seconds. Excuse me. Um, the reason why I say that is because I used to work at both uh, the East Coast and the West Coast parks. I have been in the position where I don't have a choice of if I get called into work, I have to go. Not only just that, but also it's a, it's a job. You need to pay your bills. And if your job is calling you in, then you can't get unemployment anymore. So there's that. But anyway, if you're going to a park right now, you don't respect the cast members there because they don't have a choice to be there. And somebody commented on my Instagram post and said, well, then just don't work for Disney. That's a very, like, that, it was one of the most ignorant comments I've ever, like, read. I got really upset at reading it. I didn't respond to it because I just literally didn't know what to say. Um, but by saying, hey, just go get another job, you literally can't. I think, and I've been discussing this with my friend, but I think a lot of places hired for the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic because they needed a lot of stock people at, like, Smart and Final, Target, Walmart, what have you. And then, uh, you know, they needed, they needed more staff because of just the pickup procedures and, and delivery procedures and all those things and now all those jobs are gone so I have friends right now who are struggling to find work I'm grateful in a position I'm in a position to where I don't have to like get a job in a pandemic I'm very blessed and uh yeah there, there's no other way to put it I've got unemployment and putting myself in a position like going and getting a job at Target would be more risk than the reward of a paycheck because I could be exposed to the coronavirus and bring that home to my mom. And pretty much the way that I see it, if I was working at Target right now, I would not allow myself to see my mom because if she got sick and it was because of me, I'd never be able to live with myself. So I'm going to get emotional talking about that. So I'm just, I'm just going to stop. But anyway, so to say, hey, people who are working at Disney, just go get a new job. You literally can't. You, you can't. Talk to a lot of people who are looking for jobs right now. It's not just easy as going and finding another job. So um, moving off that soapbox for a second. Or not for a second. I'm off the soapbox. Don't go to a theme park right now. Oh, yeah, that's where I was going. I used to work there. So if you're treating those cast members with the lack of respect like you are if you're going to a theme park and just kind of going, um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say because think of me working at those parks like – 
I'm not right now, but if I would have gone on as part-time, I'd be in that position to where I'd have to go work. So, um, yeah. And if for some crazy reason, I don't think this is ever going to happen, but if you are the person who commented on my Instagram post and you, I guarantee you, you know who you are and I guarantee you're not listening. I know what I just said was very fast and it's very heated right now. Um, but like, I think it was very hurtful because I'm not saying boycott Disney. I never said that in my post and I never said that in general. If I would have said to boycott Disney, I would delete my Disney account. I would make a video about it. I would be posting online. Yep, fuck Disney, whatever. I don't think we should boycott Disney. I think it's just hard to ignore the fact that we are still in a pandemic. Things are getting worse, especially in Florida. And the less people that go to those theme parks, the less those employees will, and those cast members will be uh, susceptible, um, exposed to this virus. And I don't feel like that is a horrible thing to ask. I don't think it is a crazy thing to ask to not go to a Disney park during a pandemic because it is not getting better, especially in California and Florida. And in, uh, unfortunately in Florida, the government there doesn't, they're not, at least Gavin Newsom's trying something here in California. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're the person who commented that and you're listening to this, text me because you have my phone number and I'd love to talk to you about it. But at the time I got so upset and I felt like there was no use in having this debate through a comment section. And I also didn't feel like uh, the person who commented would be listening through those comments. And it was just, it was just a very, you're wrong comment. Um, but I, I, I still stand by that. If you are going to a theme park right now, you're not friends with me. Sorry. Not sorry, actually. Anyway, wow, that went to a place I wasn't expecting. Everybody take a sip of your water. If you're new to this podcast, I'm so sorry. This is a very heavy, aggressive episode so far. And we're only like, what, 15 minutes in? My time is different on here. Let's see. Uh, Time, we're 26 minutes in and it's gotten to be very heavy. (laughs) and when I said it literally wasn't going to um but on this podcast we have drinks with uh straws because the loudness of my hydro flask and just it's quiet anyway just take a sip of water for a second oh yeah that's good okay so let's talk about me no (laughs) Um, what's been going on uh, recently besides the whole working and thing, which I'm, like I said, very excited about. I still have paint all over my legs. Um, it's been, I, I, I'm a working type of person. I like to do physical labor. Um, I (laughs) definitely, I like to do work. I like, I am, I am a busybody. I like to be working. I've always joked that if I wasn't like in uh over if I didn't have to petition for units and I wasn't in multiple shows a semester like I felt like I was being lazy almost every semester I've been in school I've had to petition to be in more units because that's just that's just me I wanted I wanted to be doing a lot I like to be in shows I like to be busy and the fact that I'm kind of like this is the first time in my life where I am not having to do anything like having by like job or school there's a lot of things I have to do but there's not anything I have to do necessity versus like my own deadlines that I create for myself so this has been um very 
very different for me. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I was like, where was I going? It's been a minute, y'all. Because, I mean, like, when I do my videos, I have a, I have an outline. I have a concept. Sometimes I even have a script. So I don't, like, lose track of my thoughts. <laughs> but I'm bad right now. Uh, good gravy. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the thing. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. This is such a fucking mess. Any who's all... So I, I like being busy and I like doing uh, physical labor. I work in the shop, uh, at theaters. Um, when I was at UCI, I did lighting. When I was at ARC, I did lighting and shop building and, and everything else under the fucking sun. But I like doing physical labor. That's why I liked working on the yard. And that's why I'm liking like painting this house, renovating this house for my friend. It's definitely a fixer-upper, so it's been really fun to work on this kind of project because I've always wanted to do like a fixer-upper house, but this is nice because I don't have to spend any money on it and it's not my own property. I'm just kind of like helping and giving input and then doing the work, but, but yeah, anyway, so it's been nice to like get out of the house, do something productive even though it's not for me, um, and just help out a friend too, but what I've been doing at home, when I say like the things that I have to do that I don't necessarily, that are not necessity is like working on my YouTube channel and, uh, which, oh my fucking God, y'all. Okay. 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 Where do I go? Um, I wanted to mention that this is my 25th episode. So yay for that. This podcast has been going on for two years and I'm just hitting episode 25. That's not even episode a week. I really got on the swing of things when was it? I think it was when I was at, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But then, yeah, I like 2000, summer of 2019. I was like on it. 2019 was the podcast game. And then I moved to Florida and I did one episode in Florida. <laughs> and then I got back and then I also um, wasn't able to do a lot of episodes because of living with other people. Living with other people just makes doing a podcast hard. At least for me. Because I don't want other people to hear me. They can listen to me on the podcast. But they can't hear me in the process. But I'm hoping to kind of get back to it. Uh, this is like. This is a Friday. And I like recording the episodes on a Monday. So maybe I'll do an episode this upcoming Monday too. IDK. It's actually the 65th anniversary of Disneyland today. I'm so glad it's closed. And not open like they were planning on it to be. But uh oh yeah so I'm 25 now that's what I was getting at god damn I'm a mess I'm so sorry so I'm getting old and senile and I can't keep my mind straight anymore but yeah so this is the 25th episode my first episode being 25 I turned 25 seven days ago wow I'm closer to 30 than I am to high school that sucks (laughs) but uh yeah so my quarantine birthday was great I'm actually editing a quarantine birthday vlog that I made which I'm not a vlogger one might say, but I enjoy doing it. I just need to get on the swing of things. I've also been really enjoying watching vlogs. And so it is just kind of, I think especially right now because of the fact that nobody can leave the house or nobody should leave the house, stay at home. But having a vlog to watch of somebody else's life, like especially like at home vlogs like Alicia Marie, first of all, she's got a gigantic house. So you're all over the place. I've got a tiny little one-bedroom apartment here, essentially. But the vlogs have just been, I don't know, they've been nice to watch to kind of feel like you're leaving the house a little bit. You're hanging out with a friend. It's nice. So hopefully y'all enjoy the quarantine vlog. 
the quarantine birthday vlog. But yeah, so I had my birthday. And then on the eve of my birthday, or not the eve of my birthday, but on my birthday in the evening, I w it was like 12.17, but it said that I got approved earlier. But anyway, my application for monetization got approved. And, or it got submitted because I hit the recommend or the required watch hours and all that stuff. And then, uh, like, three days later, I've heard of this taking, like, months for people, especially in quarantine, like, a couple of weeks. Three days later, I got approved. And so now I am officially monetized on YouTube, which I was kind of thinking about doing a video about it just because I want to give the perspective from somebody who's not a big YouTuber because like, for instance, um, the content bug on YouTube, she, I think she's about to hit 200,000 subscribers, which is insane. But the content bug, her, oh, uh, her name has changed. I, that just, wow. Catherine Manning, she, oh, she's about to hit 200,000 subscribers. Oh my God, she's got 199,000 subscribers right now. And I think she's actually been a spotlight on the podcast. Not entirely sure, but, uh, Catherine Manning, she no longer goes by the contract, but so sorry about that. Branding changed a while ago. But anyway, Catherine Manning, she does um, videos on YouTube about growing your YouTube channel and like uh, analytics things, but not in one of those ways of like, here's how to grow your channel and blah, 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 like fake bullshit. Like she, she shows like real analytics and all that stuff. And she made a video about becoming monetized on YouTube and the only thing is like she had been on youtube for i think like a year got to a thousand subscribers and now she's almost at two hundred thousand subscribers wow but like she also makes different content like all her content is about growing your youtube channel and like growing your business and my content is not like that that content is very appealing my content might not be as widely appealing so anyway um niches or niches whatever people want to call them do you call it niche or niche because i've always called it niche and the people are like, oh a niche and i'm like what anyway so she's she makes videos about like her analytics and all that stuff and uh anyway I think my perspective would be a little bit different to uh, interesting to see because I've been over 2,000 subscribers I have this many videos but like the watch hours is the hardest part and that you just need 4,000 watch hours and so I think my experience might be interesting to share so maybe I'll make a video on that I don't know. I think that might be something I do next week. But otherwise, I've been working on my YouTube. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's just like the big announcement. Like, yay, yay, yay. I got monetized on YouTube. So as of right now, I think I've made 38 cents, which is still so much more than I expected. Let's see what it says. I am at currently 2,128 subscribers. I'm just literally, I feel so, I'm so lucky, so blessed. Yeah, 56 cents. How exciting is that? And the thing is, is I used to be monetized on YouTube. I was a part of the partner program before the Adpocalypse ha ha happened. And that's been three years now or some shit like that. So that's been very exciting stuff that has happened since the quarantine. Oh yeah, I hit 2,000 subscribers since the last time we talked, I think. So yeah, my channel's doing good. I'm having a real good time making content and it's been really great. And I'm hoping that my practices that I'm doing now and just... How I'm learning about my channel, all the things I'm learning about, um, just just growing at a con as a content creator, I I just I'm just thankful for this time right now because, as y'all know or I hope hopefully know, my YouTube channel is like the most important thing to me that I that I have, and 
to be able to put this much time into it right now like I just feel so incredibly lucky and blessed and and yeah because it's it's something that's my passion I really enjoy making videos entertaining people also helping people like my top video that's been performing recently right now is how to back up your iPhone and I just get so many sweet comments of just like thank you so much I didn't know how to back up my iPhone like I don't know that that just makes my day so just helping people but also entertaining people that's my jam that's why I'm an actor that's why I like to perform and that's like that's why I like to create YouTube videos and it's just a way of expression for me and I've just been yeah just just feeling really lucky so besides uh the YouTubes something else okay so I kind of want to just like record a whole episode on this I think I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on it for a second and then I think I am gonna make a whole episode on this because I could I could go on but something I have been doing a lot I would say I like really said fuck it oh no okay so at the beginning of this year I don't okay do you guys know what lettering is lettering or um yeah like hand lettering or calligraphy is kind of the vibe so I love fonts I'm gonna get started there I love fonts and I have always wanted to learn how to have pretty handwriting because I do not have good handwriting. I it, Sometimes it's not even legible. Like just because I'm a girl doesn't mean <laughs> I have great handwriting. And I've always wanted to learn how to hand letter. Like when I see, like I follow so many different hand lettering accounts just because it's something that's fascinating to me. And I've just always wanted to do it. So at the beginning of this year, I don't know what got into me, but I was like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to learn how to hand letter. I'm going to practice. Like, I have the tools. I don't need fancy pens. I have an iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. Holy shit, that's so much equipment right there. And so I searched some hand lettering um, uh, templates on, like, uh, like, worksheets. And I would work on that during my breaks at work. And... Like, people would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just writing the letter L 90 times. Just, it's casual. And then something, I don't know. I Because I've done little doodles. And I, Procreate is one of my favorite programs. I use it almost every, well, now I use it every day. But I work on it all the time on my iPad. Definitely recommend getting it. And I don't know at what point I just said, I'm going to do what I've been wanting to do for a long time. And maybe it was just me feeling like because I didn't know how to do the classic hand lettering, you know, fancy letters that everybody can do, technique or whatever it may be, that I just thought it wasn't, it wasn't something I could do or, yeah, I don't know. And so one day I, I think... I'm trying to find it on here, but honestly, I don't calligraphy practice. No. I know that there is something, but I'm going to say my first real hand lettering piece. Like, completely doodled everything, like, did all myself, is this piece I made for Brianna Taylor. Um, cause there were folks, uh, uh, justiceforbriannataylor.org or justiceforbriannataylor.org, um, said to create a piece of art and share it on her birthday to raise awareness, but also like in honor of her. So I created this piece and the only thing that's hand lettered, which is 
just my handwriting, a little bit of a fancier version, is her name, Brianna Taylor. And I had some doodles around it. And then, because I can't find the other thing on here, I, I think that might have been the thing that really sparked it in my brain of just like, I'm doing it. And ever since then, every single day I've hand lettered. I've done writings, my name, coming up with like, you know, writing quotes or coming up with quotes or my favorite things or just doing doodles. I've also, I started doing doodles on my photos on Instagram. I am going to look at the first one that I've posted. Like what the first one that I posted was. Let's see. The first doodle that I shared. Oh, I did a doodle for my 2000 subscribers thing. And so I'll kind of say that was a little bit of it too. And that was on April 14th. So we'll say April to April. <laughs> April 14th, I'll say is the first, like the day that I started really like just going in on doodling and hand lettering. And I've almost, I've hand lettered, I think almost every day since I created that piece for Brianna Taylor. And I've been doodling since we'll say early April. I've used like, like almost every day I've used procreate for so long. Um, anyway, the quick moral of the story, and I think I want to do a whole podcast episode on this, is that just because, like, what stop, like, this sounds so fucking cheesy, but what's stopping you do, from doing the thing that you wanted to do? Because I was sitting here going, well, I don't have pretty handwriting, and I don't have the tools. Well, actually, I did have the tools, one. Two, yeah, I don't have pretty handwriting, but it doesn't mean that I can't create something pretty. And just because I don't know how to do the hand lettering doesn't mean I can't hand letter. Like, just because I don't know the specific form of, of calligraphy, that doesn't mean I can't... Because this is, like... This is from hand lettering. What's her name? Dawn Nicole made this piece, made this page. And then this is from... Tombow. Uh, they make, like, like, pencils and stuff. Yeah, Daniel, Don, sorry, not Daniel Nicole, that's a brand. Don Nicole, and then there's another person. It's like thehandlettering.com or some crap like that. But they have all these pretty worksheets and pretty like handwriting things. And I was like, well, I can't do that from memory or I can't just create that on my own without following the line. So like, I can't hand letter. But that like, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> like just because I can't create a D that looks like this with the funny flourishes and all that stuff doesn't mean I can't hand letter. Everybody's like hand lettering looks like their own, you know? And I like, I love fonts and I've always wanted to make my own font. And now I'm really inspired to like design my own font, which I don't even know how to like get into that, but like doing all my hand lettering stuff. Anyways, more of the story, I've been doing that and I've literally like, I've never been happier because I'm doing, oh, why am I getting emotional? This is dumb. Something, something that I feel like a lot of people constantly feel is that if people don't know your passion you don't actually have it and ooh, why am I getting because I, I know I'm getting emotional I'm not gonna talk about it but I'm happy and these are tears of joy kind of um I'm just gonna say that just because you don't tell the world about the things that you love doesn't mean you don't love them doesn't mean they're not valid just because you don't tell your friends or post it on social media or whatever doesn't mean that these aren't things that are really important to you. Like, my love of fonts 
I don't think people, like I've joked about this and maybe I've tweeted a few things, but there's been times where I've spent like three hours looking at fonts and downloading fonts and like graphic design. I like, that's something that I like do in the shadows. You know what I mean? And drawing, I've drawn on my iPad since I got my iPad, my first iPad, my iPad mini, like I've done drawing and doodles and whatever, but because I wasn't like what I would consider good, I don't know, like I just kind of was like, oh, well, I'm not an artist, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a theater artist, but I'm not an artist. And I've just kind of been going, no, fuck it, man. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna lean into this thing. And so I know there's probably people who are really confused that I've been posting a lot of my like hand lettering things that I've been doing or my doodles or whatnot. But like, I'm just finally sharing this thing that I've loved for so long and I'm embracing it. And in the same way that like, like, I don't think people knew until like a couple years ago that I bowled and I've bowled like my whole life. Like, you know what I mean? So pretty much <laughs> I'm going to stop this here because I, I think this would be a fun, just full episode, just talking about stuff like this in like my whole hand lettering experience. But just because you don't tell people about something doesn't mean you are not passionate about it. Let's get that super fucking clear. And there's been a lot, of, there's a lot of things in my life that people don't know that I'm like passionate about, like, or that I have a huge deep love for. And, um, and also on top of that, you can grow passions and loves and enthusiasm and become a fan of something or, um, you know, whatever it may be later in life too, just because I wasn't introduced to Star Wars. I mean, I knew Star Wars, but just because I hadn't seen my first Star Wars movie until I think I was 20 doesn't mean that I can't love Star Wars because I love Star Wars. Like it, there, there's this, um, I got this little token from, um, there, I think they were the Jedi tokens is what they call them or resistance. I can't remember, but is this little like, like rock that has, um, the resistance logo on one side and then like, or the emblem and then something on the back and I have it, I bought it and it's like really, God, why am I getting emotional? It's like a really special piece to me. Cause like the world it represents and what it says behind it and um I keep it in my car and like I don't think people I think people just think it's a rock on my dashboard but it's like this Star Wars thing because I love this so much but I've only known about it for like the past barely five years you know what I mean but like well how can you be so in love with a thing or have something connect with you that you've only known about for such a short amount of time because things just connect with people you know so anyway yeah I'm fucking stupid oh just remember that nobody can take anything away from you that you like if this is part of you just because people don't know about it doesn't mean that that makes it any less valid you don't have to share everything that you do you don't have to tell everybody about everything that you love there's things you can keep yourself a secret and so just because you and just because you don't tell people doesn't mean you're keeping secrets just because you know maybe you don't think to share it or you don't want to share it that's fine. So yeah, so I've been really loving and I feel like improving and just being so creative with with my doodling and my drawing and just in procreate and with my hand lettering and I've been so happy. So yeah, um, 
I've been knitting a lot, which has been so great too. And um, I've been running a lot. Oh my God, my, my goal by my 25th birthday was to get down to an eight and a half minute mile. And on my birthday, I ran an eight minute, 28 second mile. Oh boy, I literally, like, I, besides the fact that I felt like I was going to keel over and die, like, I could have cried, but I just felt like I was going to keel over and die. Um, but yeah, and now by the end of the year, I want to try to get to an eight-minute mile. I think that's feasible. I think I can do that. Um, but yeah, I've been working a lot on my fitness. I, except the past couple of weeks, I've not been as great with it. I was really on a good grind, and then I've been doing a lot of work, and so now I haven't been doing that as much. But tomorrow, I'm going to try to either work out or run. Haven't decided... Definitely need to stretch more, but also I finally got a yoga mat. Ugh, crazy stuff. Haven't done any photography a lot. I've been trying to do like, I, I was doing a little bit of like my own self and then I just got, I was volunteering a lot. My, my brain was just pretty much everywhere else besides like creating things. Um, and so now I've, I've finally found that place where I can bounce. Like I felt like I was doing everything at once, but now I found this balance of activism and creation, you know what I mean? And activism in me, um, in that it's not like a, we need to do all, all of it now. And there's so much stuff that needs to get done. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done like every day. Um, not just, it, it, it wasn't like there was a list of things to do that like had to get done. And if I didn't do it all in, the, in that one moment, like things weren't going to happen. It's like, no, everything, like there's things to happen every day. And I can do that every day while also living my life. They can be integrated in one. So, yeah. So, the, yeah, this, whew, this is all over the place. I think I'm going to end the episode here. I was only going to go 30 minutes and then I, I just kind of like went on many tangents. So, this is a weird episode back. I know I had a lot of feelings that I just need to get out and I'm glad I got them out. But uh, I think we're going to, I don't like, I don't plan episodes, but I think the next one I want to do is something about your, you know, my hand lettering journey. Maybe I'll just talk about that. But anyways, I think I'm going to go because I just, my, yeah, I, I, I've hit a wall and I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But of course, before I go, I would love to take a moment to not thank the sponsors, but um, um, it is called The Spotlight. Haha, <laughs> I'm an idiot. So anyway, uh, before this episode is over, it's time to talk about the, sp- the spotlight. And today's spotlight is Margaret Angel. So Margaret, she is a content creator on YouTube and she makes anti-MLM she makes uh, beauty and like just funny videos, um, mainly circling around anti-MLM. And also she does a little bit of beauty too and sometimes combines those two worlds. But Margaret is just super down to earth. She's super funny. And I really love her videos because she talks about uh, multi-level marketing, which is things like Avon, Arbon, Mary Kay, uh, Beachbody, Herbalife, all that stuff. And pyramid schemes, MLMs, are not technically pyramid schemes, they're Ponzi schemes. I could go into this, and if you want to listen to more podcasts about this, actually, um, Margaret just came out with a uh, a podcast called Bad Gal Talk. So she's got a podcast there. Um, she's got her Instagram, which is Margaret Angel XO. It's M A R G A R E T 
and then it's Angel, but it's spelled like Angel, and then XO. So you can follow her on there. You can see her YouTube channel. Go subscribe to her. If you go and watch her any of her recent videos, you might see a intro. You would see an intro. There's an intro that she has. <laughs> that was a terrible transition. Anyway, I actually reached out to Margaret because I really loved her YouTube channel and I really loved her videos. And she just kind of exposes this dark world of the MLM industry. And um, I was really loving her videos and I just saw that maybe she might have a need for a new intro. So I actually emailed her because she has a public email for her channel to send in stories and whatnot. And I asked if I could create a new intro for her just as like, I want to do more freelancing work. I don't have a lot of experience, but you know, I, I would like to create and design something for her. And she wrote me back. I created something for her and she loved it. And now it's the intro for her YouTube channel. So if you see uh, in her last couple of videos at the time of recording this podcast, it's like two or three, the intro that's there, I created. I'm super proud of it. And I'm so great to have worked with Margaret on this project that she allowed me to work with her on it. And we actually have an upcoming project coming soon. So that's really exciting. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, moral of the story, if you like funny people, if you like people who tell it to you straight, if you like just like a good chit chat time type of video, but also you wanna learn about the crazy shit that goes on in the multi-level marketing world, industry, whatever you wanna call it, check out Margaret Angel. She is just a really cool person and she's coming up on YouTube and it's just really exciting. I'm loving seeing all the things going on with her channel and her videos and her growth. And um, yeah, and also she's like good at makeup too. That's the other thing. So if you like makeup, that's another place to check. But she's not just a, a beauty guru type of thing. Like she mainly focuses on anti-MLM stuff and like I think you'd really like her stuff. So Margaret Angel XO on Instagram, uh, Margaret Angel on the YouTubes, and then Bad Gal Talk on everywhere you can find podcasts check her out i really love her stuff and it's been great also like working for her working with her collaborating with her so go check her out support the spotlight folks and like i mentioned i think about a couple podcasts ago i'm going to start shouting them out on the instagram too so i do have a podcast instagram waterfall pod at waterfall pod on the youtube or on the, on the twitters and the instagram and i make a post for every um episode or i'm trying to and then i'll also feature that person there so you can check them out there quick and easy links of course you can always check out me on social media onlease.jpg on instagram and onlease velvin everywhere else on the internet subscribe to this podcast if you are new thank you for hanging out with me i hope you're enjoying this um i'm back hopefully i don't know and like i've kind of always said with the podcast it is a free form thing and um i don't want to put too much pressure on this because i want it to be fun and relaxing or fun is not the right word because today was not exactly fun but i just want it to be free we'll put it that way free and relaxing so that's why maybe not be it's not it's not super consistent because i i don't want to do something when i'm not I don't know. I never want to push it because then I don't feel like the podcast would be a good time. So anyway, um, 11, 11, make a wish. Um, sorry, had to do one more. <laughs> I'm very superstitious when it comes to that, but, um, I'm sorry. I've said, um, 9,000 times today. I really wish. Yeah. Anyway, Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry this episode was all over the place, but I hope you guys are glad. I hope y'all are glad that I am back on the podcast. And if there's anything 
I don't know, it sounds kind of weird, but if there's anything you want me to talk about in the podcast, feel free to message me on either of the social medias or on my social media, but like at Waterfall Pod, check me out on there, follow the account so that way you get up to date. But also if you want to know anything or like share anything that you'd like me to share on the podcast, please share it there. So uh, yeah, this is kind of all over the place. I've said that a hundred times. Don't forget to drink your water. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you spending the time with me if you're still here. And even if you're here for just a little bit today, thank you for spending time with me. I appreciate it. Hope this was enjoyable and a good time. And stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I will chat with y'all in the next one. Oh, dang it. My computer's not unlocked. Can't do a swift. Just end recording. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, it's an an hour-long episode. Holy shit. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.